0: People learn how to treat us based on how they see us treating ourselves. If I don't put value on my work or my time, neither will the person I'm helping. Boundaries are a function of self-respect and self-love. Hey, thanks for pushing play and inviting me to hang out with you for part of your day. Welcome to the Stronger Together podcast. I'm Risa Ganel, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife, mom or ema as my daughter calls me and stepmom, with 25 years of experience as a couples therapist, five marathons under my belt so far, and a passion for helping relationships thrive. Let's all get stronger together physically, emotionally, and in our most important relationships. Let's get to it. That quote was from one of my favorite, favorite researchers and authors, Brene Brown, from her book, Rising Strong. You know, there tend to be themes that arise on a regular basis as I meet with couples each week in my office. And these past few weeks, the theme has been around crossing the line. And I don't mean the obvious, socially scorned lines like infidelity, abuse, or addictions. The lines we've been talking about are more subtle, more nuanced and yet are also destructive to creating lasting, strong, thriving relationships. Boundaries, the theme in my office of late, are often thought of as the act of saying no. You may have heard the phrase, no is a complete sentence. So saying no to things like, no, I can't join the PTA, you know, for the overstressed parent, or no, I don't have time to stop and pick up your dry cleaning today. No, I don't want to watch that movie. I prefer this other one. No, it's your turn to watch the kids, not mine. I can't do it today. But boundaries go far beyond saying no. And my goal in today's episode is to expand your understanding of boundaries so you can take a look at your own actions and behaviors in relationship to see how you may be betraying boundaries. Now notice, I said your own actions and behaviors. It's all too easy and is human nature to listen to the ideas I'll be presenting and think, yeah, my husband does that, my wife does that, and see the imperfections of others. But your power to create change comes from observing your own behaviors, being honest with yourself, And if you're not sure if you do any of these things after you listen, ask your spouse. They're sure to know. When I talk about boundaries, I'm referring to the mature, functional way we express ourselves and protect our sense of self, our self-esteem, when we're in relationship to others. Think about boundaries like an emotional cell membrane. That membrane is a filter that allows in things like thoughts and ideas and opinions, and keeps out things that are damaging to our psychological health, or to our self esteem. And we need these filters for what we put out into the world. That's called the internal talking containment boundary, as well as what we take in from others in our world which is called our internal listening protective boundary. So let me go back to this, the internal talking containment boundary. So that would be telling the truth or your truth in a diplomatic, respectful manner. Okay, so let me back up a second, because there are two types of boundaries that I'm going to just touch on today. And the first is like I just mentioned, the internal talking containment boundary, which is really a mouthful. So I just want you to think about it as how you talk to other people, how you talk to your partner, how you express yourself. And having that boundary would mean telling the truth or your truth in a diplomatic, respectful manner. Now, if you go back to thinking about the cell membrane, if that cell membrane is a wall when it comes to how you express yourself, you never tell anybody what matters to you. If there's no boundary when it comes to how you express yourself, you say whatever you think or feel without monitoring if it's true or not, and you don't care if you're speaking kindly. So examples of breaking the internal talking containment boundary or how you express yourself would be things like blaming, manipulating, shaming, patronizing, accusing, sarcasm, telling your partner how he should be feeling. That shouldn't upset you. Or name calling, which may be a more obvious boundary violation, but... It's also just saying hurtful things because you think or feel them. Like, I get more satisfaction from my friends than I do from you. Or it's your fault we don't have enough retirement savings. You have no idea how to save money. These are hurtful, impactful ways of breaking the talking containment boundary. Now, our minds hand us thousands of thoughts on a daily basis. And it's not useful or helpful to put them out our mouths. And when we're in a heightened emotional state of upset or anger, this talking boundary is all too easy to cross the line for some. And diplomacy is an essential antidote to learn to rein back in your expressive boundary of how you talk to other people. The second boundary I'm going to touch on is known as the internal listening protective boundary or how you take in what comes at you from the outside. Remember that cell membrane, right? The Cell membrane not only allows things out of the cell, but allows things into the cell and keeps things from entering the cell. So filtering out what other people say and only taking in what is truth, your truth, matching your truth against what you're hearing, and taking in only what's true for you. So for example, if your spouse tells you you're always late, so that must mean I'm not a priority to you. The truth or fact may be that you're frequently late. Acknowledge that, own it. But if your spouse is very much your priority, don't accept that, as a given, as she has stated it, that you must not, she must not be a priority to you. You can ad- acknowledge it might leave her feeling like she's not a priority, but her feelings are not facts about what is true for you. There might be numerous other ways you show she's a priority to you, but timeliness is not one of them. A really important skill to cultivate is the ability to use your filter such that when what is being said to you or about you is questionable or untrue, you let it pass right through you like a ghost. You don't take it in, mull it over, perseverate on it, question yourself for days, or lash out in anger that she feels that way. That would be another boundary violation. So you may be picking up on the fact that Boundary failures come in two different forms. There's boundarylessness, and then there's being walled off. So first, let's look at boundarylessness. That's where the cell membrane is so thin, it essentially doesn't exist. Boundarylessness, that's a mouthful to say too, shows up when we allow too much in from another person. So everything they say or do has a negative impact on you, or you believe it's about you. Each time they cancel getting together with you, it feels personal. Or you say yes to almost everything asked of you or opportunity put in front of you. That's where the no is a complete sentence comes from. Or any constructive criticism is a blow to how you feel about yourself if you take it personally that your spouse has different ideas or ways of doing things, these are boundary failures known as being boundaryless. That cell membrane is not thick enough, it's essentially non existent. Now, boundarylessness is also when we send out too much from ourselves, right? If you let too much of the inside of that cell seep out. Because there's no wall there, there's no membrane there. If you give and give to your relationships, that's being boundaryless. Remember the quote at the beginning of this episode? Boundaries are a function of self respect, self esteem, and self love. If you don't value your time, your energy, neither will others. Now, the other part of boundary failures is as I said walled off where that cell membrane has solidified to such a degree it's a brick wall that lets nothing in and nothing out when you're walled off you're so protected you can't be connected there's no room for a relationship when you're walled off you're invulnerable no one can touch you and as we all know from Brene Brown's work vulnerability is essential for living wholeheartedly So some examples of being walled off would be withdrawing from your partner going silent for hours or days saying, I don't know, to every question as he seeks to understand what's going on for you, being unwilling to hear your partner's ideas, seeing your way as the only way. One of the things that I'm really well aware of in the work that I do Is that when I don't employ some of the things that I work with and help my couples employ, I can look just as, well, boundaryless as the next person. So I'm going to share with you how one day, well, many of you know that exercise has been a big part of my life. I run marathons and so on, like I say in my intro. And of course, I care about my husband's health and well-being also. Well, one day I got up and went into the kitchen before him. And he came out a few minutes later and he was dressed in his work clothes. And I was getting I was just about to go for a run. And I looked at him and I said, so you're not going to work out? And I'm laughing now. I was not laughing then. Um, He just was quiet. He didn't say anything. And he didn't respond. He didn't get mad at me. He didn't yell at me. Quite honestly, what he was doing was what I talked about a little earlier, was letting that comment pass through him like a ghost. So... I got ready and I left and I went for my run. Thank goodness for my running because it often helps me check in with where I've screwed up, right? It clears my head. And while I was on that run, I thought to myself, oh crap, I just totally crossed a boundary there. First of all, the talking boundary, right? That thought that came to my head that was like, why aren't you going to work out? You should be exercising. You need to take care of yourself. I just blurted it out. So that talking boundary, I totally crossed. And I also crossed it, crossed the other boundary of um, just stepping into his lane, right? I can care about his health and well-being, but it's his to manage. It's not mine. And there were much more diplomatic, respectful and thoughtful ways I could have brought up my concern to him. So I came back from my run and sought him out and talked with him. When we establish healthy boundaries, both around what we take in from others and how we express ourselves to others, We create an atmosphere of respect that fosters truth, connection, and intimacy. Now, this podcast today is really just a glimpse of how boundaries are much more than just saying no. And I hope it's given you pause and the chance to look at yourself so you can acknowledge times when you've crossed the line. As I said, after my run that day, I sought him out. I came back to my husband and apologized for straying out of my lane. I talked to him about how I wanted to express my care and worry for him, but that I did it in totally the wrong way, a way that was unkind and boundaryless. Yep, therapists mess up and need to apologize too. So if you realize you've crossed the line after listening to this today, talk to your partner. Apologize and work at getting stronger together. The Stronger Together podcast is brought to you by Together Couples Counseling, helping you communicate, trust, and reconnect with offices in Columbia, Maryland, and in Saverna Park, Maryland. For more information, please visit our website at www.togethercouplescounseling.com.